Hello and welcome to another episode of Hashtag Growth. I'm your host, Matt Bellotti, and today I'm super excited to be joined by Vig Mohankumar, who is the tech lead on the growth team here at Drift. I realized that him and I have what could be podcast episodes basically every single day. They should be recording us. We like, should, yeah, we should we, just put the, these mics next to our desk yes. and then like have it live streamed. I actually think that, yeah, would, that be would be pretty be, good. I think people would yeah. watch. So I figured why not just have Vig on the show and we'll have one of these conversations about a topic that we've been going back and forth on a lot lately. Right. So I uh, this is my first podcast. So I, I thought it would be good to have like a piece of paper and a pen yeah. to make it look like I'm, an, I'm, a, like a, I'm a veteran of the yeah, podcast yeah. world. But there's no notes on here. So I won't there's be using no these at all. So especially for all the audio <laughs> listeners out there, he does have I a really pen. really have a pen. There's no notes. No notes. Probably not going to write anything. No. That's fine. Handwriting's real bad. Okay, so to go ahead and jump into the topic, we've been having a lot of discussions around, call them arguments, if you will, around should we test this thing or should we not, right? Yeah. It's If we're going to test it, it's going to take a week, but we're pretty sure that it's going to work, so why are we going to test it in the first place, right? And so I just want to like toss that out there as, as a starting point. Yeah, this is definitely the hardest part of like getting started with like basically growth, which is especially if you come from like a product background, especially in an early stage company where mm-hmm. like we were here for a good amount of time, you're usually measured on like, okay, let's let's just get this thing out. Yep. Like we have like a channel called Shipyard where every engineer, once they put something out on production, you just post in the channel saying, here's what I shipped and here's how it works and here's where it is. And like, especially for me, I would just measure myself on, okay, I got five ships this week, six ships this week. So that would be like my high score counter yeah, kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> so like, that's it. I'm the it. best engineer. Look at all this value. Yeah, like It's all working. Yeah, I, yeah. Some of my friends would be like, yo, I got five more ships than you this week. <laughs> <laughs> Very odd disc. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so, so as the company grew and we started moving into this growth stuff, yeah, like we started working on this about a year and a half now, a year, yeah. a year-ish yeah. now. It's really tricky because you get to this place where you're like, are the things I'm putting out there actually going to, act- are they doing anything? Are they actually working? And that's like definitely the reason to A-B test, right? Fundamentally, that's why. But yeah, that's it's kind of like a big question around like, when should you do it and when should you not? So it's a good point that we're talking about. Yeah, uh, let's dig into that. When should we test and when should we not? Should we not test when we sit around the room and say we're 90% sure, sure yeah. right? Before we even run anything, we're just, our intuition tells us we're so certain that this thing is right. So intuition is good. you test it? So, well, so you have to start with the hypothesis, right? So like scientific method. So you have to start with, okay, why am I doing this? And mm-hmm. what do I think it'll actually do? So if you ship like a new button, you have to have some reason for what impact it's going to have. So... Any good experiment starts with that. So that's good. So the the thing you're talking about after this is like your intuition of, okay, I believe that this thing is probably going to work because I'm a smart person. Yeah. And I'm not going to be dumb enough to put something out there that's not going to work, right? Yeah. Like, how could we be that dumb? How stupid are we? Like, (laughs) there's some level of ego here. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, I've been doing this for a while. I'm probably not going to make a mistake. Yeah. But (laughs) I think like... A-B testing has been like a tool for like humility for me. That's Fareed funny. from Slack told me this one. He was like, it's a it's a tool for humility to yeah, make yeah. sure that you actually realize what you're doing and like are those the types of things that are going to work. Yeah. So basically you can think about it that way of sometimes you need to make sure basically that what you're thinking, your intuition, your hypothesis are fun, like fundamentally right. Yeah. But that affects what you're thinking about going forward too. So for me, there's like a point in which you have to start A-B testing 
which is when you have you obviously have product market yeah, fit, right. you have enough volume that yeah. you can reasonably get results in a while. Like there are parts of our funnel that we would love to test stuff yeah, on. Yeah, it'd be awesome. We would love to, yeah. but if we ran something, it would take us two and a half months to actually get significance. Yeah, so and that's that is a like scenario. Like, <laughs> right, so that's if it's even working, yeah. right? So that's a scenario where you know we could probably look at this and say it's going to take us three and a half weeks to get a result on this. Is the potential result actually going to impact the bottom line enough that that thing is worth testing? Or do we have enough background and understanding of the customer that this is like clearly better customer value? It's, it's worth explaining that. So I think if you're so far in the funnel that, or if you don't have enough volume to the point where an A-B test isn't going to get significance, it probably means you, you probably shouldn't be working much in that part of the funnel because people aren't getting there if people aren't getting that far yeah like is that really like where you should be working in a place where only five people see it a month like i think it's sometimes easy to get trapped in like oh i really need to like ship stuff here yeah yeah but if no one's getting there and they're getting stuck at the at your sign up flow at like yep. or at like activating at the very top like for us that's that's what installing drift right like yep. putting drift on your website having a conversation there's no point in fixing like the settings page to make it so like it's clearer to change your color if no one's even getting through to the point of like seeing the settings page, right? right? So that's kind of like the first thing to look at is like how many people are getting here? What, what's yep. the, what's the volume here? So I think that's definitely the first question to ask. Yep. Yeah, and that's to make a decision of uh, testing or not, right? You still might have a core product team right. that's gonna fix the yeah, settings right, page. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Because you're you you know you're 20 customers. If you're still a young company, you're 20 customers. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. I can't change the color. You know, right. Um, this is more for like a growth team. Like if you're yeah, on like, yeah. a team that's trying to like really work on distribution, they're getting like volume through the funnel. You gotta think about like how many people are getting there in the first place. So yeah, that's the first question. Okay, so let's take an example that we've recently been discussing. So we're doing some experimentation on the onboarding right now, oh, yeah. and so the designer on our team was looking at uh, one of the steps and said, all right, this step could be much easier if we, just for simplicity's sake, let's say that there were there were two options of things to do and they were side by side. And she said, why don't we put these on top of each other because that'll just make it easier. And it's like, you know, clearly people work from top to bottom when they're kind of filling up and, these and spaces. Like I, I won't lie, I looked at the thing, I was like, this is so much better. Amanda's a great designer, so yeah. I looked at the thing, I was like, <laughs> How did we ever not have it this way in the first place? Yeah. So do we test that? That's, that's a tricky one, right? Because in some in some cases, I would say no. Because how could this possibly be worse? But I think for us, we needed to test it because we didn't know if if we didn't realize if there was actually a bottleneck in that first step, right? Mm-hmm. Even if like the new step was simpler and better, like that's totally fine and good. But it may not actually move the needle. It may not get people further into through your sign up flow. So for us, it was important to test it to try to understand, okay, is this better at all? And if it is better, how much better is it? That's kind of like the reason we did it. So then we can use that learning going forward. So I think a good way to think about this is like, what would you do based on like different scenarios? Let's say we learn that after like two weeks, the results are like the same, right? Mm -hmm. What would we kind of do there? In this case, we would probably still ship it regardless because even though it means that we're not getting more people through at the end, it's still a better experience, right? So people are going to be less annoyed. Yep. That's fine. If it's better, if it's 10% better. Great. It's sick. Great. (laughs) We're doing our job. Nice job. Awesome. Now, but then there's like, if it's 10% worse, what are we Mm -hmm. learning? Yeah. What's the learning there? Yeah. Okay. Then the question comes, was the 10% drop worth that better experience for those other people? Right. Right. So uh, to me, it kind of comes 
down to how much volume is there at that part of the funnel, right? If this, I mean, this was like step two of the onboarding. And so most of the people giving us their email on the website were seeing this step that a very small change has a pretty big impact down the line. And so a 10% change when there are two people a day seeing something, you know, what, that's like a handful of people per month? Yeah. Right? That's, <laughs> yeah. you know, maybe it's worth the 10% hit yeah. to give a better experience to those people. That but there's the other through. side of the learning, too, which is, say, like, we learned that it's the same. Yeah. I think the learning there is even if it's a better experience, we only have, like, so many people that can, we're not like Facebook. We don't have, like, a million engineers yeah, to like, yeah, yeah. do whatever we want. So we really have to think about, like, is this the best type of experiment we should run going forward? Yeah. So if we learn that, like, merging steps together isn't getting people further in the flow, we probably shouldn't do another merge step right, right. for like a different part of the funnel later on. So that's like yeah. a good learning to have. So depending on like how many types of experiments you're doing and like what types of experiments you're running, if you're going to try to do similar things across your funnels, it's worth experimenting to get the learning out of it. So that's why I think about like, okay, should you, what if it's worse? What if it's the same? What if it's better? Just generally, what would you do? But there are cases where like, even if it's worse or better or like the same, you don't care, and you're going to ship it anyways. Like, mm-hmm. let's say you have, like, a bug. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, Great. So, Should you A-B test fixing the bug? If you Please don't do that. <laughs> like, like, please don't A-B test. Like, it just ruins the name of A-B yeah, testing yeah. if we get to the point where it's like, I have to A-B test this, like, bug fix. Right, right. The thing was broken, but maybe because it was broken, it made it harder, and it, it qualified right, the people yeah. better. Yeah. yeah, or, like, it made them mad. And then, like, by making them mad, they, like, really rushed through the rest of the yeah, yeah. I don't know. This is where you, you've, like, gone too far. Gone too like, far. Like, you've taken the concept and You're just... in, like, fifth order of thinking. Like, yeah, yeah. You're, <laughs> you're in, like, this meta world. Right, yeah. right. At the end of the day... Don't make a bad experience. Yeah, your, for your product customers. still sucks if yeah. your like thing is broken, right? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what about like an example? Like, you sign up with an email, and it gets you through the funnel, but it actually changes your email in the middle. So, say like Matt Adrift signs up, yeah, yeah. And then someone else is like, I'm also Matt Adrift or something, and then it changes like its email. So you get through the rest of the funnel, but yeah. you don't realize that like your email wasn't the one you signed up with. Yep. For some reason. And now it's a different. Now the next time you try to sign yeah, up. Yeah, I'm just trying to explain like. That's a case where people are getting through the funnel, yeah. but it's a broken experience. Right. So regardless right. of like what the end result is, it's yeah. wrong. So you should you should not A-B test that. Yeah. You should just fix the problem. Maybe not the best example. I don't, it's, <laughs> it's hard to think of stuff on the top of your head. Yeah, yeah. Metaphors are yeah, tough. Metaphors are tricky. So, so it's interesting. Then it begs the question of what we were talking about at the very beginning of the podcast was, you know, when uh, you're early on and you're building product and maybe you've been building products for 10, 15 years, like you build an intuition. Sure. And now uh, what we're saying is, you can be running a lot of tests and you learn from those tests and then you learn that, okay, maybe merging the steps isn't helpful. Now do you have an intuition or should you like go test that again the next time? I think it depends on, it depends on your scenario, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If, if it's a case for, you probably should just test it again because you don't, like, unless you have like, I guess this goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning. Like mm-hmm. if it's going to take two weeks to test this and you're pretty certain that this is going to make an improvement in your funnel, you can use your learning you had last time of saying, okay, merging two steps together is probably not going to move it. Let's not make that change because yep. it's not going to make a difference. So you can use the learning that you had in the higher part of the funnel, kind of like later stage. I would say like that's how I would think about it. But sometimes it's not like completely transferable. That's yeah. kind of like the problem. You have to like use some amount of common sense to like figure out, okay, is this like the learning I had here, does it like apply somewhere else? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Like an example is like, let's say you get... So you have like a product that has like an onboarding flow in one product and your company also has like a different onboarding flow, right? 
that's the kind of case where if you have similar traffic to both, you can kind of use the learnings in one for the other, yeah. I would say. Yeah. That, that's kind of the example I would yeah. use, at least. Makes sense. So I want to change tack a little bit on this. One of the other things that we've run into is, let's say we're, we're working on the onboarding. We want to help people get through, more people get through. Do we test a bunch of changes at once? Oh, yeah. Or... Yeah. yeah, this is another one oh, that we talk God. about a lot. Let's say we want to, you know, change the color of this button. Like, you know, we're going to do a full pass on onboarding. We're going to change the color of this button. We're going to merge these steps. We're going to move, you know, this option here. We're going to change the way that the fields look. And like, is that the test? Changing all these things at once? Yeah. Or do you change each individual thing and wait for results on each of those, right? So and- for context, we... Our old onboarding was built like July 2016. Long time ago. Long time ago. (laughs) No one was working on the onboarding for a while. And then we were like, wow, we should really make this thing like, we should just redo it, honestly. There's no way like it made sense to like copy and paste it and like A-B test each part out. It would have taken us two years. Mm -hmm. And then we would have been fired and then we wouldn't have jobs (laughs) and we wouldn't be talking about this here. Nope. So... I think that's like the first step is like, if you A-B test this, will you get fired? <laughs> Maybe that could be like the first thing you think okay. about. But yeah, no, it's a fair point because it's like we had a designer on a team and her idea was basically we have consistency in design of like what we do across the product. Mm-hmm. We have like certain buttons that we use. We have certain colors and themes and like font sizes and like inputs. Should we A-B test every single one of these things out? to make Individually. Sure it ha- right. Yeah. To make sure it doesn't have a negative impact. And the answer there was no. We ended up just saying, let's just combine, let's just do it out. Let's, yep. let's try to do like a one-to-one transfer. Let's do our, the best we can. But like, let's let's make the upgrades that we need to make. So like, we're using an old input style. Let's use the new input style. If we're yep. using like a green that doesn't exist in our color palette anymore, let's change the green. But we tried not to do anything that would affect the flow. Yep. So we didn't say like, Okay, there. Let's just like get rid of these two steps. So like, yeah. like let's like change. we didn't change the text on the CTAs. Right, we kept yeah. the te- the CTA text the yeah. same because then you get into a really tricky situation, which is like, is this going up or down because I changed the style? Right, right. Or because I changed the text? Or is it the way that the page is structured? Right. Yeah. So you gotta do your best to try to keep that when you have situations where you don't can't A/B test every yeah. single thing. Do your best to like do a, an like a, everything as a one to one and A/B test the whole thing just yep. to make sure nothing's yep. gotten like worse. Yeah. And then yeah, you after that it, the question comes up of like if I have one step where I change the CTA, right? Yep. And then the next step I want to like merge two steps to, together after that. Yeah. Does me changing the CTA have an impact on what they do right. after that? Right. Becomes a problem. Yeah. We at Drift have kind of avoided. We've tried to avoid this basically. We have like parts of the funnel of saying like, okay, people sign up. So all the website experience is like, we isolate that, I would mm-hmm. say. Anything that happens on the website, isolated. Then they come to the onboarding. Anything from onboarding to like finishing it, I would say, like installing and then getting to the dashboard is like a second layer. We try not to do two tests there yep. at yep. once. And then like once they get into the dashboard, like the dashboard experience would be like a third layer. So yeah. we, we can usually have like three experiments at once, basically. And you can have lots of different website pages. So we, we usually have at least like four or five experiments running at once. But they're on very distinct Part of parts the of the funnel. Yeah. Yeah. But once you get like much more scale, you can randomize it. Right. And right. then you can like... Like a to, Facebook can do or a Pinterest yeah, can do. Yeah. And then they, they have, you can kind of like, it's called like normal, normalizing it. So mm-hmm. you would just try to understand like 
what impact does this improvement have on affecting like other A/B right. tests that we're running? Right. Gets a little complicated, so we're just trying to avoid it because we're yeah. not at the at the stage where we're changing like this copy and this copy. Like we're yeah. trying to do like big bets anyways, yeah. usually. So hasn't really been a problem for us at least. Yeah, yeah, and it comes back to the the whole concept of bite sized changes and big swings, which was uh, talked about a couple episodes ago. Of do you make this like big change? Right, we we haven't worked on onboarding in a while. Do we make a big change to it and yeah. see if that's the new normal, or do we make <laughs> the small incremental changes and see how those add up over time. Right. Cool. I think that's it for this episode. Sounds good. Yeah. How many uh, stars should the the listeners and viewers rate Is that this episode? No, it's at a five. Out of five? Oh, yeah. probably like a ten still, right? Ten stars? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just, just rate it twice, Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I'm probably not allowed, but at least five stars. At least five, yeah. Cool. All right, Vig, thanks for joining today. And thank you for listening. If you have any feedback, thoughts, ideas, whatever it might be, send me an email at mattatdrift.com. We'd love to hear it. And you respond to those, right? Yeah, I respond to those. Nice. Yeah. Not you don't have like a hired person that like responds. No, no, oh, no, nice. no. Cool. I'm not that important. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. See you on the next episode.